0: kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply
1: tcl is a proud sponsor of the score north studios tcl america's fastest growing tv brand oh it's fun crazy it's
0: painful but it's wonderful what is the name it's roxy unchained Unchained with Patrick Roycey. What's on your uh, mind today? I'm for... not feeling very unchained
1: uh, this week. I don't know the Twins survived, and uh, you know we got a nice winner of the golf tournament, and there's nothing to get upset about. But yep, I got to start off by you explaining to me. Uh, I'm sure you were in attendance at the uh, Taj Mazziggi on uh, Saturday at noon for mm-hmm. the ball game. Mm-hmm. I was. Why? How did the uh, starting quarterback manage to go three for thirteen? in the uh, if you take away the eighty-five yard pop, which you can't, and you should probably celebrate that by Dalvin Cook. How did the uh, the first team offense look so terrible?
0: Well, the uh, purple-colored glasses people will tell you Thielen didn't play, but that's only a small part of it, I think. they. Uh, here's the thing, and this goes back to June, Patrick, when Cousins admitted to us that he didn't know this offensive system nearly as well as we all assumed. Uh, the Kubiak. Yes. Yeah, we all I, – I asked a question that basically in June said, you know, Kirk, you know this offense so well, it must be great, and – um Kirk said, eh, slow your roll there. I don't know this offense as well. And that's they,
1: the story they
0: always tell whenever yes. they hire an offensive coordinator. But Cousins, God bless him, because yeah, it was he, truthful. he's truthful. And he also, if things fail, wants you to know why they're going to fail, mm-hmm. uh, said that's not necessarily true. And they just look like, passing game-wise, they're, they're not in sync. Here's the real problem, too. We could talk all we want about the change in scheme and the offensive line we think is going to be better. We don't know that for a fact. And uh, protection, I should
1: And tell. here's the other thing. If you you have a uh, challenged offensive line, uh, now you're wanting them to block differently than they have in the past, right? Mm-hmm. To, uh, this, uh, you know, is that basically just for the running
0: game, not for protection? Yeah, the zone right? blocking scheme is different.
1: For yeah. the, yes. So O'Neal's not playing... What other savior is missing from the offensive line? Right now, nobody.
0: That, Cly- was, that was the but regular? Klein, the fact that they signed this Klein uh, coming off a bad year and thought that he's going to step in with no competition and be fine is ridiculous. We, we don't know that. They've. They Bradbury's a le- the kid. They should have learned their
1: lesson on uh, on a couple of guys they signed two, three years ago, Remmers mm-hmm. and uh, Boone. But, uh, you know, when the guys are on going downward, They have a tendency to not be as good as they used to be.
0: And Collar told me he doesn't care. He said, it's a preseason game. I said, well, you can't, in my opinion, you can't not care. Mm -hmm. I get If they come back in two weeks and they're great, we're going to forget it. But this looked like they're very much in the midst of trying to find themselves, and passing game-wise, I don't think they're there yet. Now, here's
1: I I know that Kubiak's being declared to be an offensive genius. Mm -hmm. Uh, Didn't have great success in Houston, did he? In all those years, he coached there. You know, seven, eight years. Right. I think he
0: had some success. Some but success. Yeah,
1: but the super, now Brian Billick won a Super Bowl, and he was an offensive genius, and he won it with a defense. Right. Yes, correct. It won it with Trent Dilfer. Trent, yes, absolutely. And basically, Denver won it with Trent Dilfer. too. Peyton was about as good as Trent Dilfer that yes. year, and Denver won it with a great defense. So we got another defensive coach. We got another offensive genius coach who won his Super Bowl with a with a great defense. So, here's here's my other question. This is I'm I'm, I'm contemplating a column on this because they want one from me later in the week. Has Coach Zim hired his replacement? Owen oh, Kubiak.
0: No, I don't think I think, don't think he I think the to? doctors probably have told Gary you, you can't, can't go it. back. Uh, he uh, he had what a mini stroke when he was with Houston. Yeah. He quit Denver because of health. Mm-hmm. My guess Well,
1: then what's he doing here? He's spending 80 hours a week out at the Winter Park or But he's not a head co- we call But that, he's
0: but. not a head coach and he's probably getting paid so darn much his family said let's take the risk.
1: Well, he had more money than he knew what to do with.
0: So it's it's, it's interesting, but I'm
1: what is he? He's not a, he's not much older than Zim, right? No. 65? No, he's just had more health
0: problems. Yeah. Okay. You know, well. Zim had the bad eye, but Zim health wise, I think, has been okay, and Gary's just had more health problems.
1: But uh, what the heck? They're 3 and 0. Have we found anybody? Have we found any youth in this uh, draft? Is there anybody we're excited
0: about? Uh, Irv Smith Jr., the tight end, but he's still, it's not because he looks great. It's because he has to play well, or at least a role for them to be good. As he Bradbury, him? we don't, you know, Bradbury, you don't know. Yeah, he's a center. You don't know. Yes, until he does something and protects cousins or fails, you don't know. Uh,
1: so, yes, I uh, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, it's, it, it, to me, that's I don't care who you're throwing to or what's going on when the starting QB goes three for 13. I'm I got to wonder a
0: little bit. It was it, it was interesting to watch him post game too as quickly as he could, fall on the sword. You know, because he didn't really do that oh, last oh, year. Oh, he wanted to, so and, that's his... And he even at one point in, because he made his opening statement and said, let me say first off, if I play like that, we're not going to win football games. And he even at uh, one or two points, Pat, said we and amended it immediately to, I mean, I. Say... <laughs> well, so
1: in other words, that is his goal this year to now come off as a, because everybody gave me... Yes. Every, for. It's six years of the league. Everybody's giving him a hit about
0: heat about not taking responsibility, right? Yes. And he definitely didn't last year. And so now, now he's trying to amend if he says we quickly to say, no, I mean myself. Okay.
1: Well, that's, uh, that's good. I've, I've, I've managed to, uh, make it through uh, three exhibition games with seeing neither a play nor a highlight. Uh, <laughs> cause let's, when they're playing on Saturday at noon, Unless it's right in front of you, there's no way you know they're playing. It was glorious. Why are you playing? It was it?
0: glorious, too. I, oh, I thought it? you might be at state amateur baseball again.
1: Well, I had other stuff to do, but it was a glorious
0: day. Yeah. Plus, you also,
1: even if you know the Vikings are playing that day, you haven't looked at the time. You expect they're playing at 7 o'clock at night. Why are they playing at noon? Oh, uh, For Fox.
0: Okay. Oh, it, it was, it, on it was Fox. a national TV game. Well, that's the only reason why. All and right. they know people will actually watch it, so yeah. Oh, they, sure. Well, that's good. So the uh, Twins
1: uh, survive, and now Jose Ramirez is hurt, and uh, it's going to be tough for
0: Cleveland to catch the boys, even with a hammock, Bone, by the way. I, I, yeah. I haven't David heard of the Bone since... Do you remember... Was it Ortiz and Ortiz, Dave Collins? Ortiz. There were a bunch of them in the early 2000s. Yes.
1: Yeah. Ortiz had that. and uh, yeah. it, They come... But they take it out, basically, is what they do. They go take it out, and... Yeah, you know, it's unfortunate for Ramirez because he probably won't do anything the rest of this year, but uh, it didn't seem to, not having one didn't seem to limit David Ortiz after he left here. So
0: Yeah, the question is what, it's four to six weeks, I think, before he comes back, mm-hmm. so he might come back at the end of the regular season at the earliest? We have, uh, I, I've said this before, but we have uh, discovered
1: the weirdest injury in sports, though, the ruptured tendon in the wrist, Oh, which, which we all think could lead to amputation, and instead the guy's ready to play in two days. I don't get this. You know what it is? Morneau said it. Apparently, it gets all bunched up and then goes boof.
0: It's the same thing as as the, all those guys in this town who had plantar fasciitis. And if you remember, Faschitis. they said when when the fasciitis breaks, and when they said when it breaks, you're fine.
1: Mm-hmm. It has
0: to break though. It has to snap.
1: Okay. And oh, so you've so got to get it to snap. You gotta, but you can't
0: do it surgically, huh? Uh, I don't know if you can. I don't even not, know what it is. But it's if it gets a, to its worst and it snaps, same thing as Cruz, you could play and you're fine. We invented it, by the way. It didn't exist really?
1: in American nomenclature until Michael Williams <laughs> yeah. got it here. Yep. And then every point guard they got got it for about five years. But Michael Williams was the first time I'd ever heard of this thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, part of it is that we now, you know, we, we used to say he's got a heel injury. Now we give you the formal nickname, and the name, not nickname, the formal name of it, and then we none of us know what the hell they're talking about. You know, when they're describing, right? Uh, right.
0: Yeah, we, but we, ruptured we, tendon,
1: <laughs> ruptured tendon sounds bad. Mm-hmm. And Tim uh, Kirchin told me he had talked to Teixeira, and Teixeira said if that's what the injury is, Cruz won't play for three months. And he was ready to play in three days. So was he just? Oh uh, well, it must. Con- must I, mean, that's, I can't must, believe there just must be different. That. Yeah, there must be different uh, versions yeah. of, the, of the injury. But uh, uh, boy, the guy we all owe apologies to, Jake Cave, catching the ball. Yes. Now, as long as it's as long as the ball stays <laughs> off the ground, <laughs> yeah. he's doing okay. You just don't want anybody to hit that one hopper to him.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, because if it bounces on the ground, he has to get it. That becomes the advantage. I'll
1: give him credit because he got sent back about three times, and every time he went back, he hit three fifty. And he, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't go back and pout because they sent him back, and he was here all last year. So, what the heck? He three made.
0: home runs on the weekend, right? Yeah. My contention made a hell of a play in left field. Oh, he did great play. Yeah. My contention at the plate, though. He saw Tigers pitching and said, "This is like I'm in yeah, Rochester." Right, right. Well, that could be. This is AAA pitching. That could be. Although the boy, although the Drew, boy kids.
1: Okay. although Drew Verhagen made us think of Justin Verlander uh, when uh, those boys they had 25 strikeouts in back-to-back games. Whew. Yeah, that was uh, uh, it. Was um, it was uh, a little a little frightening? I see. We couldn't resist the squirrel. Uh? We now have. We're selling squirrel. Are we selling Mascots. those, or did they
0: just the players just got a squirrel and stuck it in the locker room? No, no, they.
1: Clubhouse. I saw Dustin
0: tweet out pictures got... of two of them
1: because one of them. All right, and and by the way, what is? I hate to do squirrel talk, but why have we named the squirrel Ebert? I have no idea. They,
0: said, they didn't explain, yeah. named it Ebert. Yeah, silent H Ebert. Yeah, I have no idea. No, but can you explain to me this? I thought to become a mascot or a rally mascot. You had uh, they lost the first game at which yes the they in the did period. yes so right. what so yeah when when they brought
1: out the monkey in L A that won them the World Series yep they didn't bring out the monkey and then lose and otherwise they would have put the monkey back in there and never brought him out again
0: right so, so why are you I don't know you you lose and then you win against the White Sox and then by the way the next day you lose again just let's forget about it
1: I got to repeat. My favorite ever tweet response. I think it was a guy's name was Joe Kelly, and I don't know who he is, or Joe Kelly. So I was saying, kill the squirrel. Get rid of the squirrel. Either rodents. If they didn't have bushy tails, we'd be shooting them with shotguns, right, in our backyards. This guy said, Joe said that when he was 12, uh, a squirrel got into the house, and his mother and two sisters— went screaming into the distance, up the steps, and he chased it around a little and managed to trap it under a tennis racket. You know, have it down and have the tennis racket. Yep, yep. And his father walked in from the garage, gave him a hammer, and said, today you become a man. Kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you look at the condos? (laughs) A uh, few people, well, most people avoided it because of poor taste, but uh, uh, it reminds me of uh, my greater, the, one of the greatest leads ever, Bernie uh, Lincecum, remember him from the oh, yeah. Bob Chicago Tribune, sure. hilarious. I don't know if Bernie's still with us or not. He was in Denver and then he uh, went, or he was in Chicago, Chicago and then he went to Denver. Yeah, yeah great, great writer. Odd, odd fella, but I liked him a lot. But he was in Seoul, yep, for the Olympics, and he set this scene of a uh, of a guy pushing a cart down the street in Seoul with these little puppies jumping around in it, and then this woman came along. And she nuzzled up to the puppy and handed it back to him, and he cracked its neck and put it in a a newspaper, (laughs) put it in a newspaper, put it in a newspaper, and people went nuts. I, I quoted that in a column, and people got mad at me, but not as bad as they got mad at Bernie. <laughs> yeah, but he, he had him like he I mean, had it's the, not
0: funny, but oh he, my god. He did about
1: five graphs on the dogs hopping around and yeah. yeah, and smiling and she kissed him and then
0: <laughs> I read him lo- long enough to know oh. that anyone who's thought that Patrick Roycey was a mean spirited columnist, if oh, yeah. you read Bernie. No,
1: Bernie was great.
0: <laughs> Bernie didn't care. I gotta tell you about my
1: journey last week. I went to uh Brookings, South Dakota to see to Check out South Dakota State, mm-hmm. who's the Gophers' opponent on Thursday. Obviously, I was there on Wednesday, and uh, when in two thousand three and four uh, or five, and South Dakota State didn't announce until August of uh, two thousand three that they were going to join them, and. As preposterous as it seemed that North Dakota State was going to do this and break up the old mighty north Central, they were in Fargo Brookings has got like sixteen thousand people right uh, well they're but they're less than an hour from Sioux Falls, and I guess we didn't we didn't figure out that but so i I just wanted to go down there and see, you know see how they pulled it off. they've been in uh I think they've been in uh, 10 NCAA Division I women's basketball tournaments. They made the Sweet 16 last year. They've uh, been in three or four men's tournaments. They uh, won their league five out of seven years. And, you know, they've they've been good in in football, just not good enough to beat North Dakota State. And uh, so I go down there. They have... A new $65 million football stadium, 20,000 seats, Mm -hmm. 2016, I believe. No, 2004, 2016. And it's the Dana Dyke House Stadium. And they got suites. They got 20,000 seats. It's gorgeous. And next to it is a football building. Uh, that they built in 2010, mm-hmm. the Dyke House Dash something. He's in on that one too. I'll okay. tell you about him in a minute. All right. But you go in there and it's you know it's not as huge as the Gopher thing, but the coach has an office in the corner, all glass in front of him. John Steg- Stegelmeyer, who's been there through the whole transition, been there 23 years. it out over this stadium, that's it's gorgeous. And then behind that is a field house, the Sanford Jackrabbit Stadium. Mm-hmm. It's the damnedest field house you ever saw. 300-yard track. not You know, most of them are 220, and you got the thing. That practice football field is in the middle okay. of this thing. But they also have track meets where they can do everything. You know, they have huge track meets. They get 40 teams to come there, and they have... fact, so... It's unbelievable. So now I go to the uh, the A walking me around, a guy named Justin Sell, who's a good guy, been there since two thousand nine. He wasn't wasn't the guy when they made the transition. Sure. Takes me down it takes me to the old basketball arena, Frost Arena, which is nineteen seventy two, and it's seven thousand, maybe sixty five hundred. But we go through there, we go into this big room. A fairly good-sized room, kind of a player's lounge with all these trophies from their Summit League triumphs and stuff. You open up one door, huge women's gymnasium locker room. Open up the other door, men's gymnasium locker room. This is Brookings, South Dakota. They've spent $117 million in this decade. And starting and now they're going to redo the basketball arena, mm-hmm. and they they also want to be big time in foot in wrestling. So they're building like the best wrestling facility practice facility in the country for another forty. They're going to spend another forty on this. Then after that, they might put turf fields on their softball and baseball <laughs> fields, which are not oh the turf. But yeah. I mean, Division One athletics, they've spent down there. 160, they'll have spent $160 million by early in the next decade so, and it's I was talking to the communications guy, he was there, you know as a student for five years, he said that one new building went up on campus when he was there, and now they're building all these educational buildings and it it is you know, it's a land grant school, so they got a lot of majors and, and sure. stuff like that, but they're they're building new dorms. They're building all this stuff in this little country, prairie town. you know. So it's who's, still
0: about 18000 Who's funding all the sports buildings
1: then? Dyke House is the CEO of the first premier bank of Sioux Falls, which was started by T. Denny Sanford. They are partners, and Dyke House played for St. South Dakota State in the late 70s. Loves him. And he was one of the big pushers to go to Division One. But Denny gives him money. You know, and he gives everybody in South Dakota money. T. Denny. Right. We we turned it down, by the way. The Gophers, it could have been Sanford Stadium here instead of TCF Bank. Mm-hmm. For more money and more ongoing money. But and this Dykehouse guy, they they got a they got a credit card out there that's a Mastercard that is sort of this. If you got lousy credit, we'll give you a credit card, and then if you pay it for eighteen months, then you can upgrade to other credit cards. So they get a lot of heat Smart. from they, but they get a lot of heat from people about because the interest rate is rather oh robust yeah, yeah but still robust. So anyway, they've yeah. done extremely well, and uh, it's it's the damnedest thing I ever saw. It. I, I mean, I. I had no idea what I was walking into. I'd, I. I. Th- I'd heard that Sanford gave money for a new football stadium, but I didn't know anything about the rest of this. About all the other facilities. Yeah. The two. What really blew my mind is, you know, incredible. It's remarkable. Yep. And they've. You know, they. They haven't. They've done well, and they. They were pretty lousy in football as a D two program. They've done pretty well in, the, in FCS. They just keep having to, to play playoff games at Fargo and getting beat. But they've, Can they keep it know, close here
0: on Thursday?
1: I, I would doubt it. They lost their great quarterback, and I, I have no idea. I mean, that Gopher team should be great offensively, don't you yep. think? Oh, yeah. If the quarterback's as good as he was late last season. the yep. one The one thing is, with only one quarterback, they probably can't. Do the run option too often? You don't want to, you know, with the other quarterback. And the
0: defense actually, once they got rid of the other coordinator, was okay. Yeah,
1: they lost. They lost a few. Even though they were the youngest team in the history of uh, the United States of America in football, there were Uh, they were were younger. There were pop water teams younger, younger than junior college teams, but. uh, they uh, they lost some
0: defensive. Winfield's coming back.
1: Winfield's back, if, though. If he
0: can stay healthy,
1: Coughlin looks like a stud, and uh, you know they got they might be okay. You go on Thursday? No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I got a television. You're not going to drop by the Babu tailgate? Uh no, I, I don't think I'll do that. I uh, I, I don't. I think that. it's starting on Wednesday at noon. You know these Gopher people, their hate for me is so evil that I go over there to their opening day press conference and drop my sacred vow to never be in the same room with PJ and listen to him and he wasn't he wasn't over the top he was silly but he wasn't over the top and then listen to the players so a few days later I write hey there's a good reason to be optimistic here because this offense is going to be outstanding. Mm-hmm. They're all saying, he's just doing this. so But <laughs> that wasn't my motive that to set them up. for. I was not
0: setting up the loss because I think they're going to be pretty good. You are on the record, though, as saying, which is a well, brilliant strategy. But,
1: but not so much, not generally for them as much as the Vikings. Okay. The Vikings are... I t- I take much more relish in watching the Vikings fall on their ass than the Gophers, just because of past grievances, <laughs> you know, having dealt with those fellas. Uh, although, it, you, you know, were, the little time I'm around them now, they seem okay now. But
0: You were a youth in Memorial Stadium. I've always said that. You always tell me that story. Yes, nine, nine years, years old. I you. Nine years old, Earl Smiths. I was zone. standing right
1: above me. First time I ever heard MF live and in person from a.
0: Uh, I, By I, the way, it I will run forever. Back. Yes, it did. I can. I can tell you that. <laughs>
1: yeah. It opened learned, your eyes.
0: I learned that pretty good right there. I I, I don't. You think, know what that is? I don't it, think I used it in front of my mom. That's the greatest lesson that you ever learned on that campus. I'll have to look up the date. It
1: was uh, 1954, so I had just turned nine. I think you've got to write about this so
0: these gopher holers know that you're coming from a place of love. Yes! Bob McNamara ran into a mess,
1: came out the other side and scored a touchdown. And then some good home cooking... (laughs) That it was. It might be the largest crowd ever in Memorial Stadium. It was a huge crowd because Iowa was. Really? It was Murray's second year, and Murray was pretty good. His first year, uh, that was no Murray's first year. They got rid of Wes Fessler after '53, and uh, it was Murray's first year, and they were having a good year. You know, they weren't going to go to the Rose Bowl or something, but Iowa was really good. Mm-hmm. We were very suspicious of Iowa, though. We, we were very upset at Iowa because uh, they had gotten to the integration before we did. Oh, we were <laughs> yes, we, you know, this, upset about that. They yeah. were cheating. They were using fast guys who of of uh, a minority uh, background. So um, Earl Eddie Vincent and Earl Smith, and later before uh, Sandy Stevens, Wilburn Hollis was a, a all black all American quarterback. Uh, or close to an all American quarterback before Sandy was. So but those guys all taught Murray a lesson. You know what you know they always say about Bear Bryant. What's that? Probably not true or not, but when Sam when Southern Cal came to town and Sam Bam Cunningham scored four touchdowns against him and jumped jumped uh over the end zone by like three times to score and supposedly Bear afterwards, they were still segregated, you know. Bear afterwards says, i got to get one of those fellas.
0: <laughs> you realized he was yeah, uh,
1: missing up? Well, Murray saw Iowa there and said, we got to get ourselves some of those fellas or
0: uh, I'm going to get uh, fired. So you, so you think that was the biggest crowd at Memorial Stadium, huh? I, I'd have to look, but I think
1: it was. I think it was 65. So. Fire Marshal didn't care too much back then. Oh, God, no, no, no. You uh, but you never got there you, before your time, 81. Yeah no I just I just missed it yeah yeah worst worst restroom situation in the history of sports they would get sixty five thousand people in there they had two men's room that could hold about thirty a piece yep. you know think before. Urinating in your uh, snowmobile suit became fashionable. They might have been doing it. Uh, we didn't even have snowmobile suits. In would have loved the, the other thing around. is the press box was up on top of the stadium, and we didn't have a a john up there either. So you be
0: you couldn't be pounding the diet cokes back then. I uh, see. So would have had to. Uh, <laughs> the remarkable to thing, Pat, is how long that stadium stood there. That my my one year on campus, it was still there in '89. Oh, yeah. yeah, they finally put the swimming pool yeah. in there. In fact, when they talked about going, if if you recall, somebody, I I don't remember who, tried to start a movement to go back there. You looked in that stadium, it was... I don't know it was a salvage. Best game I I mean that
1: was the that that I was not at the win over Iowa in 15 in uh 60 that basically got us to the Rose Bowl uh, cuz Iowa was number 1 the Gophers were number 3 and they kicked their ass. And uh that that probably was a larger crowd. If they still unless the fire marshal they might have taken some seats out by then too. But you know that was the greatest Gopher victory of our lifetimes, mm-hmm. you know by far. And, uh, and uh, but, uh, yeah, that, that 54 game was, uh, was uh, you know, like, but, I mean, that's all we did on Saturday afternoons is listen to the radio and watch that. But I, I didn't, uh, I wasn't at that game. I was just listening on the radio. I, well, I was on television. Might have been on television. Not necessarily. Not many of them were on TV. I was going to say that might... Not many of them were 54, on TV. How many games did
0: they even show?
1: Oh yeah, no, nationally. It wasn't even a wasn't even a thought. You know, the Notre Dame mutual radio and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yes, and you were in the end zone, right? I was like kneeling, you were kneeling? kneeling in the end. So zone. you weren't. My dad a seat. got us down there somehow behind the end zone because we were like in the overflow crowd, and we were supposed to be sitting in the back, but I, I kind of remember somehow. Hey, this kid's got to see. Let that kid up there, and of course, then he walked up and sat, stood behind me, <laughs> but I was kneeling down on the ends of him I remember I had binoculars around my neck, too, yeah, not not that i I don't think I ever used them, but I remember I right. had binoculars over my neck.' Your old man though I love that my kid's got see and yeah, yeah right gonna I'm gonna, I, but I gotta make sure he's okay, <laughs> so well, yeah, my there was never a never a line my old man saw that he didn't figure out a way to break into, you know. God so, bless them. That's true. Anyway, yeah, go for football. Uh, Fresno, you know, people are trying to set up a loss for that one, but I think they lost two-thirds of their team, including their great quarterback and everybody. They're picked to win that league, but uh, I, 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 I would think that, yeah, they should be pretty good. I think eight's the minimum, don't you? Nine, yeah. nine well, probably.
0: And that side of the Big Ten also gives them a chance 8-10 uh, West is not going to be great. I mm-hmm. think the Hawkeyes are pretty good. People think Nebraska is going to come back up and be good again. Well, I have no idea. Why would they I have no clue. By of, the way,
1: uh, South Dakota State gets 425 for coming up here. That was signed in 2012, so it's cheap. They got they got three at Nebraska next decade. Mm-hmm. I think it's over a mil for each one of them. And uh, Iowa... Iowa, I think they get nine hundred thousand. They're playing Iowa once or twice too, and I think they get nine hundred thousand. Does so a lot million. of that
0: just come from ticket and suite sales for that particular game? Is that how they?
1: Well, they, they these schools now are. It's competitive to get them to come to play in your place, so they're driving the price up. You know, you know, Nebraska
0: gives you a million, and they make. Five, That's know. what I was going to say. But if you're Nebraska or Iowa, you know you're going to draw, so you can take oh, it sure. off. the t- Oh, yeah. you hear the Gophers,
1: no. I mean the Gophers will, especially when you're selling tickets for ten bucks. And basically, we're going to have the. You know damn well they're running around distributing uh, tickets to freshmen too that are on campus. I think this
0: they week. they just give those away. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: right. So they're just trying to get people in. I wonder what the gate is. They they got to make. Even with 30,000, it's got to be a million-something, doesn't it? Don't, doesn't a gate has to be over a million? You would think would so, think. yeah. Yeah. Boy, it's amazing to me how people
0: love this guy and nobody goes to the games.
1: What I the just, hell is going on? What, I have how, no idea. How, does those two have, things,
0: how do those two things relate? This is one of the damnedest things that I have no clue how it works. And people will say, well, it's it, late in the season. It, okay. But if you like him that much, we pride ourselves on being hardy, right? Yes, So, I I went to those Big Ten games. Pat, they were empty. Yes. Like, it wasn't a, this is too bad. So, what happened to us? don't know.
1: I mean, it was all, you know, there were idiots when Ziggy was putting the roof on, saying, we should, the Vikings should be outdoors. They lost their mystique. They'd be drawn 12,000. We don't want to go outside. The dome ruined us we don't want to be outside we right. don't like being cold well you know what part,
0: part of the- hardy minnesotans my ass part, of, part you're <laughs> right and part of the vikings thing though is that group that moss attracted which is still there they never wanted to be outside no like they were never into let's no. go sit outside and watch football. i got
1: news for you randy didn't want to be outside either so uh yeah yeah it's uh
0: it is no, uh
1: interest yeah. i did uh chip wrote a Column about uh, this week, and you know he he loves the outdoor stadium, the on campus, and the whole thing. But uh, when push comes to
0: shove, they'd be better off if they were playing in Ziggy's place. I think. Unfortunately, well, and, and the other thing too is I will well, they're say stuck with it now. Yeah, I will say this that that place opened first, but among the new stadiums that we've got, it's easily the most bare bones. Yes, simple. Well, you know stadium.
1: I am uh I am an overweight 73-year-old man with a bad knee. And I went to a soccer game there last year with the grandkids. Yep. It's uh to haul my fat arse up those steps. I mean, get an escalator for God's sakes. They did some improvement when the Vikings were going to play there and they were holding them up. Why didn't they get a couple escalators out of them for I God's don't know.
0: sakes? I it don't is, know. It's a it good is question. really bare bones, but it's uh, you know. And then when when you go to a game in November and there's snow on those seats and you got to clear that crap mm-hmm. off, yeah, it's not. But but you're right for us. For all we hear, people love PJ. You sure don't see it in. I can confirm that uh, when you uh, make a PJ joke, people get very
1: upset. So anyway. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952 925 5608 and set up your 48 minute no obligation consultation. Call 952 925 5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, at 952 925 5608. Investment Advisor Services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. Hey tell
0: tell me this you you covered the Twins on Friday. All the baseball you've watched is what's going on with Barrios? I, I, this to me if I'm a Twins fan, I am genuinely now very concerned.
1: Well, yeah, the thing is he he managed five scoreless innings, but he really had nothing to do with it. That was a tribute to Detroit's ineptitude. Uh he had uh, six balls hit over a hundred, mm-hmm. and Doe, uh, the uh, young fellow who covers from lb.com dot com, these guys got some websites where they can find some stuff. I'm still base; I can't go deeper than Baseball Reference. That's it. For Doe me. might be the best, by the way. Yeah, he finds stuff, that but I have no idea where he's going. But a hard hit ball is described as ninety five or more. Yep, eleven of them, and that was uh, that. <laughs> and Doe was able to find out in however ninety some starts, the most that was the uh, the most uh, that equaled the most hard hit balls he ever hit off him. I don't know. He's it's not as easy as missing his spots. It's uh, I got a hunch they're not gonna they're they're gonna use this off day to push him back. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. But I I think it's I think it's more in the head than in the arm. I think he's. Uh, Okay, I'm just gonna throw out wild what do you call it reckless, reckless speculation. speculation. He didn't get paid this spring, right got off to a big start mm-hmm. uh I think then he took that silly shot at him about Mike Moran on to, Twitter to make you think that that he's he's focused on money, yes, made you think that you know he wanted wanted to get the money and he didn't get it, yes. And I think he's putting pressure on himself. And he's not... He ain't free and easy. The ball ain't coming out of his hand. I'll tell you that. And it's... when it, He's aiming that curveball, and he's... Uh, no, uh, you know, now they got him trying to throw on a sinker. He's not a sinker ball pitcher. Fastball, change-up, breaking pitch. And he, he's got to own the strike zone, and he's got to be a he got to stop trying to make a perfect pitch to everybody and get himself in these 3-2 counts, 3-1 counts. He's getting behind hitters. He's got good control, and he's getting behind mediocre hitters. You know, every, every at-bat is a war. They don't have to be. When you're playing the Tigers, every at-bat doesn't have to be a war. Boom, here he comes. Here we go. Let's go. You know, fastball at the letters, breaking pitch, change up, sit down. And if somebody hits one, okay. But these I I I think that's baseball's big problem in general is every at bat now. I mean Gibson's got the same problem. Every at bat's a war.
0: You know? Throw it right. throw it over. But Gibson doesn't surprise it disappoints you but doesn't surprise you. Barrios, this is completely unnecessary then. Well yeah He's, he's too good for this. Or he should I uh, not right now, but he should be. Well, uh, one of my
1: baseball geniuses uh who shall go nameless but who was an amateur analyst says his problem is everything's side to side. Everything's in and out. Nothing's up and down. You know, he said it's so it never changes the eye level. The ball always starts. The ball, yeah, whether it's yeah. a curveball, fastball, wherever it is, same. it's always starting in the same place. So you never have the guy worried about the high fastball. And, you know, that, I, I don't know. But to me, he's, uh, it's not a big deal that he didn't talk. At, I mean, who the quotes would not have been world class quotes, right? Friday right. night, we knew that. But first of all, a he does have to account for that pitch. Yep. You know that you miss Hey, hey Jose, you missed your spot by two feet. How that happened? You know, because Castro was set up in the outside corner and he threw a hooker, mm-hmm. a cookie inside. But it just showed immaturity. It just, right. showed, it, just, That's the it just showed it just it just showed that he's not emotionally strong right now right and uh, which i assumed yeah. i had assumed he was i don't know or more so than that I, don't was wrong. Know. I think he's a workout i think he's a workout freak and all that stuff but uh, i think when these things start going bad he has a hard time handling it uh emotionally and i think maybe with the fact that he wanted to that he's thinking dollars too might have something to do with it but that's you know
0: that's i'm with you on that tweet though because the which he he deleted then shortly thereafter but the Mm -hmm. after Morin got let go when he tweeted about that that really surprised that's just yeah
1: because it's you know just you know if you want to tweet say i can't figure out why they got rid of my good old guy moran but (laughs) but to, to, to tie it in with the the poll ads are cheap theory basically is what he was doing right yes uh that tells you where his head is i think or, you know, I think it's been, I think it's bothered him. I I think it's, you know, probably bothered him. He didn't get paid, you know, when Polanco and Kepler got paid because they took their number. Right. Well, Brio, right. they tried Brio's, to the
0: something with Brios and Bucks. right? and, Ro, uh, and, Rios- and Rosario.
1: Rosario. I don't know if Eddie got an offer. Somebody told me he didn't really get an offer. But he, I guess he, they'd heard a number from Eddie's people that they never even
0: made an offer.
1: But Barrios, uh, they tried to sign, and he, you know, he didn't like the number. So,
0: hey, wh- where does the a- Andrew Luck retirement announcement rate on Ooh. sports surprises? Not you know, not death. Okay, yeah, you guys
1: break. Somebody came. No up one died. With somebody came up with the other one. Uh, Bud, Bud quit, and we yeah, that wasn't me. That was somebody. Yeah, we didn't know that was coming. You're <laughs> your school eighty three. No, no, that was two years later.
0: Oh, and, that wasn't. was oh, that the comeback? Yeah, that okay, was a comeback.
1: Dark star, uh, but. <laughs> The, uh, uh, Yeah, I I had no idea he was feeling like this. And the Colts, let him keep the 24 mil. They already paid him, huh? They could have gotten some yep. of it, but they could have had the clawback, I guess. But uh, the uh, Colts fans, though, they uh, they booed him and apparently are very upset about him. And I see Dan Dakich ripped him, too. Yes, What a jackass that
0: guy is. Dakich ripped but him. I hate Gottlieb was also... Mm-hmm. Qualifies as a jackass ripped him. Mm-hmm. This is the weird. This is I don't understand. I'm the- sick of being hurt. Yeah, that's what he's saying. I'm sick of being hurt. The boo. You know what? I'm all for booing athletes when they sure. screw up or so- But this one, it- listen, I'd be shocked. I was shocked. I was shocked too. But they were shocked. But but booing him doesn't. No,
1: you can you know. And, and a he was not. It was you know.
0: Schefter broke it during the game. Yes. So they they all. Heard about it, and uh, and I'd love the people then that tweeted. Well, Schefter shouldn't have done that to him. <laughs> you know, my theory is though they
1: got to sign Kaepernick. Then Mike Pence will be there every week to walk out in a phony political uh, move. But anyway, yeah, it's a shocker. That's for sure. Bad for the league too. You hate to lose oh, yeah. good quarterbacks at age twenty nine. But he's when's it last? Even when he's. Even when he came back and played last year, I
0: don't think he was healthy. So. Did he miss all of was it seventeen he missed with the shoulder? Yeah,
1: and did he he missed sometime last year too
0: didn't he, or did he I don't remember if he year? missed sometime last okay. year, but but they show the the litany of injuries he's had kidney problems, shoulder yeah. problems concussions Stanford guys too they're different man a yes of, they are a lot
1: of a lot, lot of ways they're different that's sure. hey, we have a special guest here to comment on the bill Garen hiring uh this is this fellow is a ardent wild fan has had a lot of frustration watching their lack of goal scoring. And uh, first of all, uh, Luke, the hockey fan from Woodbury, what did you think of Paul Fenton being fired? Um, good. <laughs> and what did you dislike about Paul Fenton? Um,
0: I like the new... GM better
1: than the old one. And uh, you've been listening to your other grandfather, haven't you? That's uh, Mr. Hockey Bill, huh? Yes. No. <laughs> if he tells you that. Now, the legend is, uh, this is Luke. The legend is, Luke, get up there next to the mic, Mike. The legend is you've been to seven wild games, they're 0-7, and they've scored one goal. But you say that is a, uh, a falsehood that you have seen at least one wild victory. Yes. Okay, and maybe two. Yep. Okay, and what is the most goals you've seen them score in a game? Three. Really? Well, what was your dad sleeping that night? Because uh, was that an exhibition game that they scored three?
0: Mm, I don't know.
1: How many times in your? How many times have they been shut out when you've been there? Four. Just four? Yeah. Okay, well, I know that... But last year, you never saw a goal, right? Nope. (laughs) And what, three games last year? Uh, Four, I believe. Four, and they didn't score a goal? Nope. (laughs) And is it true they now have your picture up outside there and say, do not admit this man (laughs) to the game? Is that true?
0: No.
1: Okay, all right, good enough. All right, that was Luke uh, breaking down the Bill... He approves of the Bill Guerin hire. By the way, uh, how we doing there, Jonathan? Uh, got about thirty seconds. Oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to say this. I was driving through sports Sioux Falls sports talk. Yes. Listening to Sioux Falls, listening to their sports talk, and uh, these two guys had a falseness on, and they asked him how to pronounce Bill Guerin's name. And I said, in my next life, I'm going to go to Sioux Falls and be the hockey expert.
0: <laughs> You'll be the John Gilbert of Sioux Falls. Yes, be Mr. Right. out there. I know, I've heard of Bill Guerin for guys. Yeah,
1: he's right. a good player. Not, no uh, tirades this week,
0: though. It wasn't a bad week. All right, we'll see you later.
1: How can a man be mad about anything when he doesn't have to go to the state fair?